0: Ladies and gentlemen, drivers, gig workers, and everyone in between, welcome to This Week in Rideshare Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hoffa. Today, we are doing something a little different. We are focusing on one question. Why? Why didn't you call us after an accident? Why didn't you get our advice? Um, We want to break down really the do's, the don'ts, and the why's of what you should do after an accident. And as always, Legal Rideshare breaks it down. And of course, from Legal Right I'm joined by the co-founder and lead attorney, and on camera this time, Bryant Greening. Bryant, happy Thursday! Happy Thursday, Jared. Yeah, we're, we're a little bit early this week, but I'll you know this is I'm excited for the segment. We're doing we're little little different this week.
1: Yeah, I'm excited too. It's fun to get in front of the audience and and uh, drop our two cents, ten cents, however many cents. <laughs> I think probably only <laughs> two to most drivers, but you know what?
0: Two <laughs> two's better than none, right? That's right. Um, Yeah. Just so, just like I said, you know, drivers at home, gig workers, the segment really today, and this is something Brian and I, we discuss all the time ourselves on the phone at meetings is the why, like why aren't drivers calling us? Why are you waiting too long? Um, and we mean it in in, an, in an honest way. And I think we really want to kind of dissect why that's happening and also how important it is to call us and what the difference is when you do call us. Um, so I just think we need to cover some of those things. I think it's really important. Uh, but as always, Brian, I'm going to start off just, I think it's, a, as always, it's crucial just for everyone to know what legal rideshare is and what we do. So I don't, why don't we start with that? Yeah.
1: So at its core, legal Rideshare share is a personal injury law firm. Uh, we have been around since 2016 and we represent ride share drivers and gig workers who have been involved in accidents and injured on the job. Uh, in really simple terms, what that means is we help drivers who get injured on the job recover for things like the cost of medical treatment, pain and suffering, lost wages, um, and any other damages that they sustain as a result of that injury. we put money in driver's pockets uh, after a crash
0: yeah and that I think that's really the key to I you know you said money in driver's pockets and I understand, I mean, we talk to drivers all the time. They're in tough situations. They're squeezing by a lot of times. I don't think the message gets across that listen. You you hire a lawyer not to lose money. You hire a lawyer to make money, and um, that really needs to be um, that really needs to be stressed more. And I, and I think I just want to get right into this really, which is the topic of conversation today is, and I want to hear from you honestly, Brian. You know why. Why don't drivers call? Like, what is the reason that they hesitate or or even drivers that we've taken as clients that you've talked to? Like, what was the hesitation before they called you?
1: I think there's two overarching themes. Um, You know, it's obviously an individual choice for each driver, but the things that we hear the most often are fear. Uh, And what I mean by that is they're scared to get a lawyer involved because they think that if they bring a claim, they might get deactivated from the platform they think that there might be some sort of retribution for uh, filing the claim and and having attorney represent them Um, and then the other reason is that they try to do it themselves they're thinking i can handle this case Uh, i don't need to bring on an attorney i don't need to uh, pay an attorney's fee Uh, and you know for some cases that may be true but i would say the vast majority of situations where you've got an injury you've got a long period of lost wages uh, the lawyer is going to add value. So, um, you know, fear and, and uh, I guess, perhaps overconfidence are, are two of the primary reasons why drivers wait to call.
0: Yeah. And at least from my experience, I've definitely seen uh, the message we've talked about this before, but I've definitely seen like the messages on Facebook where they're like, well, you know, they're, you're going to get blacklisted. Like it's over now. So, you know, good luck. I'm so, you know, if you chose, to get a lawyer, you're screwed. Um, I think that that does need to be clear that there's not that retaliation. They can't do that, um, and it's it's just it's just not worth it. So, but to, I just want to also break down. <laughs> I think it's really important here is um, kind of if you can walk me through just a uh, a basic accident injury claim that we would take. Just a just a kind of a scenario that a driver might run into. I think we should start with that and explain what happens after that.
1: Yeah, so i'll give you an example of a driver that i just spoke with yesterday um driver is on the freeway um, sitting in traffic and another vehicle speeds up behind them rear ends them uh, pushes them into another car Um, there's significant property damage the driver feels pain uh, immediately in their neck and their back Um, and at that moment the driver is out of income in a variety of ways one they've lost access to their vehicle uh, their vehicle is their, their moneymaker. Um, and two, they are now injured and unable to work. Uh, you know, being a rideshare driver is actually a very physical job. You're bumping around in the car. Uh, you have to make uh, quick turns with your neck to check for, uh, other vehicles. You're helping passengers in and out of the car at time. You're helping with luggage. Um, so an injury takes them out. Um, and from that point forward, they deserve compensation for their losses in terms of the medical bills that they're going to sustain for their losses in terms of the wage loss that they're going to incur. And in the same vein, they deserve to be compensated for the pain and suffering that they're going to, uh, to have to endure.
0: You and honestly, I'm curious about this because you know, I, I try. I obviously guide drivers to understand the legal process and working with legal rideshare. Do a lot of drive, when you when we when you sign up clients for legal rideshare, how many of them are aware that they can get compensation for all of these things, not just the car? Are they aware, or are they shocked that it actually happens?
1: Well, most drivers are immediately thinking about their car. That's as I just said. That's their money maker. That's the tool that allows them to earn an income. So that becomes uh, the primary focus for a lot of drivers, and to your point, Jared, they they often don't recognize that their injury is a compensable uh, damage. That they are able to go through the insurance claims process. They're able to go to court if necessary to recover for their physical injuries. And a lot of drivers don't don't appreciate that. They don't understand that with that physical injury comes the opportunity to be compensated for it.
0: Got it. Yeah. I mean, that's just what I assumed. And and I, when I drivers come to my office up here in Chicago, I, and I tell them that and explain that to them, they, they often look kind of shocked. Like, wow, this is, you know, I'm really interested in my car, but I didn't really think about myself, which as you said, it's, you're in the car all day, you're taking a beating just as it is. And, you know, I don't know if, I mean, I've had it. I don't know if you've ever had like just a, a whiplash or, uh, strained neck, it's amazing how much harder it becomes just to drive. Like you said, to turn your head, to get in the car. It changes. Um, to do anything? Yeah, to do it's, anything. And I think that's it's really overlooked. Um, and that's why we're doing this segment. I want drivers to understand that there's just so much at play here. Um, it's not just an investment on the car. It's an investment on your life and your body and your health. So it's, it's very crucial. Um, so So let's say, so that's a typical situation. And then can you just walk me through what, what that process would be like? So that driver's injured. And then what, once they get to you, what happens?
1: Yeah. So with an injured driver calls and we talk about the claims process itself, we say, you know, we're going to open claims with these insurance companies. These are going to be the primary players in your claim. Uh, The at-fault driver, uh, his or her insurance is going to hopefully pick up most of the damage. If there's not enough insurance in that situation you know from the at-fault driver we can then go through the rideshare company uh we're going to talk about the steps they need to take to get their vehicle repaired and we'll talk about how they can um, create a strong foundation for their injury claim and that means if you need medical treatment you go get it if you need assistance finding a doctor who can see you you know say you, you don't have health insurance so you don't know where you're going to go I, I have a network of people that I work with who would be willing to give you um, that medical consultation and come up with a treatment plan, provide whatever you may need uh, to recover for your injuries, and then they would get paid at the end of the case from the settlement. So, uh, I can help put you in touch with the medical treatment that you need at no out-of-pocket cost to you, um, and really, that that's a win for, for you. You get better, you get healed, you get back on the road quicker, and then you know, from the recovery from the insurance claims process, we'll be able to take care of those medical bills. So we'll talk about all those different aspects and what you need to do to set that claim up to be strong from the very beginning, because missteps in the foundation of a case make a claim uh, perhaps unviable or at the very least less valuable. And we want you compensated for every single damage that you've sustained. And we want you to collect every single dime that you're entitled to.
0: Exactly. And that's, and again, I think that's the, you know, why didn't you call, right? It's, it's, the, as soon as you call, I, I think you have a, you have a, a really a good saying. It's like the sooner you call, the faster you get treatment, the, the faster you're back on the road. Um, and, and that's really crucial for this because we have dealt with, and I have, and I know you have, dealt with situations where drivers waited way too long, maybe even six months to a year. They toughed it out. They didn't get treatment. They didn't talk to an attorney. And then they came to us and said, well, I'm I'm in worse shape than I was a year ago. And now I, I need to drive and I can't drive because I'm in so much pain. Um, and just like you said, it's like if they had just called us early just to get a consultation, it would have changed everything for them.
1: Yeah. And I'll just be honest with you. If that's you, if you call me six months after an accident and you haven't gotten any treatment and you haven't done anything with that claim, I'm going to. Feel really bad for you, but I'm going to tell you there's nothing I can do to help because there's just too much time that has passed between the date of the accident and the time of the treatment that I know how that case is going to go. Um, If you call us the day of the occurrence, the day after, even the week after, we can help you, um, you know, like I've said before, set that foundation. And if the foundation is weak, the house crumbles. If the foundation is strong, we're building a big case for you that's gonna make sure that you're compensated fairly.
0: No, exactly. And, and again, I think it's clear to uh, emphasize this. When a driver calls and has a consultation and you sign them up, it turns out that this is something that we can help with. What is the cost to the driver? How much is a driver giving you to have you be their attorney? Zero dollars. So, <laughs> okay, I just, I, I think it needs to be clear. Consultations are
1: always free. And our law firm works on a contingency basis, meaning we only get paid from a successful outcome. Uh, We take a percentage from the settlement. If for some reason we're not able to to secure a settlement or or an award for you, you don't owe us any money. So say you come to us, you say you want our help, we find out that there's just no insurance to recover. You know, that for, for some reason there's no insurance well, I'm not going to take any, any sort of attorney's fee there because we weren't able to recover for you. 99.999 um, percent of the cases were able to find a, uh, a insurance policy. We're able to to successfully secure a, a victory for our client. And that's when we take our attorney's fee. And again, you're never writing us a check. I'm never asking you uh, to to come drop off a retainer. Um, it, it's all at the end of the case when we win.
0: Got it. And, and typically, how long does a case run? So start to finish, they hire you, go through all the process, the medical treatment. Is it about a year? Yeah, it, I would say a year is a, is a fair uh, estimate, but it really depends on
1: how much treatment someone has. If you only need a, a month or two of treatment, well, then we're going to gather all those medical records and bills. And within, you know, 30 to 60 days after we get all the, the medical bills and records, uh, I would expect to resolve the case. Now, if there's a, a lot more treatment, you need, you know, a, a month's worth of therapy and then you've got pain management and God forbid you need a surgery, then that's going to be a, a much longer process. But um, smaller cases are generally less than a year. Bigger cases can, can take longer. It, it largely depends.
0: Got it. Well, I think, Brian, I think this is really helpful. Uh, I think it. I think it can't be said enough that lawyers are not there to. At least us, legal writer is not there to screw you over. We are here to help you to get you back on your feet and back on the road. I think it's just really important that we keep stressing we're on your side. We are not trying to burn you because if we did, we're in the social media world, baby. We would be we would be destroyed on social media in a week. Let alone being operating. It's a seven years now, right? Seven years we've been running. That's right. We, we are a, an established
1: member of this community, and we've got a lot of friends in the driver community. We, we work with the lobbying organizations that work on behalf of you, like IDG. Um, we work with uh, various fleets who rent to you. Um, we have so many drivers that we have helped that we've got advocates uh, you know, throughout social media, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Reddit, there's people out there who have had direct contact with us that that talk about that we are a friend and, and our goal is just to make sure that everybody understands that we are a resource to you and we want the opportunity to at the very least consult you right after an accident for free and if if it works for you um, we would love the opportunity to re- represent you throughout the process
0: yeah exactly and most of you guys know by now if if uh, you're posting on social media, it's likely me responding. I think some of you have already discovered my new segment, Driving Me Crazy. Um, just to sort of kind of get out there and have, have fun with some of the stuff. Even though it's serious, I think it still could be entertaining sometimes. Um, but yeah, we are there. We are everywhere that you can think of where to find us. Uh, you know, um, you know legalrightchair.com, help at help@legalrightshare.com. You know, we're just, we're everywhere. So I think it's just, important again is like we said why didn't you call us just call us email us send us send us a facebook message if something doesn't seem right we're really willing to help and 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 even if it's not something that we take as a case i mean brian i don't know any other attorney in the country that answers questions like you do just questions that they can get an attorney to go listen we can't handle this but here's here's what you should do or a honestly it's not something we can take but I can refer you out. I think that really is important.
1: I think it is too, and it shows, I, I, I hope and think that we are a part of the community. I, our goal is not to have any driver feel like they've been um, left to the wayside or unheard. Any driver that we can give guidance to, we're gonna do. And if we can't, you know, say you ask about a, an area of law that's just not something that we practice, I'm going to be able to tell you where to look for the answer, or I'm going to tell you why I think, you know, you've got a, a, uh, you know, an uphill battle or, Oh yeah, you've got a home run case, but this is, this is where you need to go to, to handle that. Um, So please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We are a resource to the community um, in any way that we can be.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're going to wrap this up here and I'm going to give you, Uh, you know, this is the last word as usual in case people have just jumped on at the last minute of this podcast. Just let everyone know again what Legal Rideshare does, and then we will sign off for the week.
1: Yeah, just to recap what we said at the beginning Legal Rideshare is the first law firm in the United States that's entirely dedicated to Uber, Lyft, and gig related accident and injury claims. So if you've been involved in an accident, if you've been injured on the job, we are here to help you. We are here to Make sure that you're compensated for any loss that you sustain, whether it's medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering, you name it. Um, You give us a call. You you shoot us a message online. Um, LegalRideShare.com is the best way to find all of our contact information. Um, Do not hesitate. Time is of the essence after an unfortunate
0: circumstance, so please contact us immediately. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brian. And as I always like to say, that is the end of this week in Rideshare. See you next week.